It's philosophy talk. Coffee, coffee, coffee. Um, hot chocolate for dawn. You're too young for coffee. Why do we treat people differently based on their age? Wouldn't it be unfair to treat everybody the same? You're too young to be drinking whiskey. Not too young to shoot a man. Not too young to drink whiskey. How is age different from other identities? Age isn't like race or gender. Nobody's gonna be the same age their whole life. Why should age determine what activities you can do, what benefits you can access, and what rights you have? Well, as your mother, I'm putting my foot down. You're too young to have your own army. Our guest is Juliana Bidadinore, author of Justice Across Ages. You're too young for marriage. You're too old, fat man. Sorry, Dad, you're too old. Too young? I'm the same age you were when you went to war. Should all ages be equal? It's too old. Coming up on Philosophy Talk. Is age discrimination always wrong? Would we really want to let 13-year-olds drive? How do we take age into account without being ageist? Welcome to Philosophy Talk, the program that questions everything. Except your intelligence. I'm Josh Landy. And I'm Ray Briggs. We're coming to you via the studios of KALW San Francisco Bay Area. Continuing conversations that begin at Philosopher's Corner on the Stanford campus, where Ray teaches philosophy and I direct the Philosophy and Literature Initiative. Today we're asking, should all ages be equal? That's a cool question, Ray. I mean, should society treat everyone exactly the same, regardless of how old they are? Well, that's clearly ridiculous. I, I wouldn't want a 15-year-old to be able to buy a bottle of whiskey or, or a 40-year-old competing against kids in a spelling bee. Okay, well, those are extreme examples, right? I mean, I, I think in general there are too many age restrictions. Like, like how come some 25-year-old who knows nothing about politics gets to vote, but a, a smart 17-year-old who's super plugged in doesn't have a say in the future of their country. Well, that might be unfair to 17-year-olds for now, but all they have to do is wait a year and then they can go vote their hearts out. So the system is totally fair. Everyone eventually gets their turn. How is that fair? I mean, just because we discriminate against all 17-year-olds, that's supposed to make it fair? Well, what are you proposing? Well, I don't know. Figure out who's qualified to vote. Give them a civics test. Oh, like that's gone well in the past. Uh, okay, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. But okay, how about equal pay? Yeah, what about it? Well, fast food restaurants will give you next to nothing if you're a teenager. You can earn less than minimum wage for doing exactly the same job as somebody else, just because you're a bit younger. Well, yeah, Josh, that's because kids don't need as much money. They're basically taken care of by their parents. So what? I mean, if it's the same work, it should have the same reward. But what if some 25-year-old moves back in with their parents? Are you going to dock that person's pay as well? Look, even if we pay everyone the same, there's still going to be differences based on age. I mean, you don't want eight-year-olds working as chimney sweeps, do you? I mean, I know you're a Brit and all, but really. <laughs> oh, guilty as charged, governor. But no, okay, fair enough about chimney sweeps. Child labor laws are definitely essential. All I'm saying is, you know, once you're old enough to work, you should get paid the same as everyone else. Oh, come on, Josh. A 15-year-old just isn't going to be as good as an 18-year-old. You know, their, their prefrontal cortex isn't as developed. They're going to be less reliable, less mature, less resourceful. So, of course, you're going to pay them less. You make it sound like all 18-year-olds are super reliable. I don't know about you, Ray, but I know some pretty flaky 18-year-olds. So, you, you want to pay them more than a really responsible 15-year-old? How are you going to make that work? 
the rules we have might be arbitrary, but there's just no good alternative. You need to draw the lines somewhere. And the cool thing about those lines is that after you draw them, they apply equally to everybody. You're the same age? Great, you get treated the same. But it's not enough just to treat people the same. I mean, what if we treated all 50-year-olds the same by refusing to hire them? That wouldn't be fair. Even if something applies equally to all 50-year-olds, it can still be wrong. <laughs> You're just scared I'm going to have you fired from this show for being past your prime. Oh, guilty as charged again, governor. <laughs> but seriously, there has got to be a way to prevent age discrimination while also taking age into consideration when it makes sense. I don't know how we do that, but I bet our guest does. It's Juliana Bidadanue from Stanford University. She's just published a book on the subject called Justice Across Ages. In the meantime, we sent our roving philosophical reporter, Holly J. McDeed, to take a look at why some people are campaigning to lower the voting age. She files this report. We will not comply. We will not consent. Since the pandemic lockdown, school boards across the country have become political battlegrounds over mask mandates, vaccines, and reopening guidelines. These are our kids, not yours! We are yours! Time to recall this, this In San Francisco, the fights have had a unique twist. The school board there had voted to rename 44 schools whose names they said were tied to historical injustices. A lot of people were unhappy this was happening during the pandemic while schools were still closed. As far as we can tell, they didn't open any, you know, biographies on any of these people. Um, and, you know, there were famous historical figures that they literally only considered for a few seconds. And it doesn't stop there. In early 2021, people were outraged after tweets made by Allison Collins, a Board of Education commissioner, were shared widely. In those tweets, Collins said Asian Americans use white supremacist thinking to get ahead. And there was a backlash. The mayor and many local leaders called for her to step down. Amy Chang was a high school senior at the time. If you do not want racist tweets to be used against you for political reasons, then do not make racist tweets. Now three members of that school board are facing a recall vote. But many of the students in the district won't get a say. They can't vote. And that's something young people in San Francisco tried to change. We are fighting back against crises at a scale no other generation has ever seen. And we need the power of the vote to make our voices count now. My generation simply does not have the privilege not to be politically engaged. In 2020, Ellie Lerner campaigned for a proposition to extend voting rights to 16 and 17 year olds in San Francisco. The measure would apply to local candidates and ballot measures. I think that kids are so incredibly involved and especially during the pandemic have realized the failures of the education system and are demanding greater action and greater voice. Ellie has been politically engaged since middle school when she began to feel the direct effects of climate change. This is the Kmart shopping center. This is Kmart burning up. In 2017, the Tubbs fire swept through cities like Santa Rosa, where her grandmother lived. Luckily, she was able to get out in time, but the area around her house completely burned down in Santa Rosa. Um, and we had several other family and um, friends have to come and stay with us. House is burning. Uh, looks like on the north side of the road. Lots of them. At the time, it was the most destructive wildfire in California history. Just seeing the devastation across the state. And I also have asthma. So struggling to breathe for several days and realizing that this was only going to continue. 
she saw how the decisions politicians were making directly impacted her future, and that pushed her to demand a greater voice in the political system. But not everyone agreed with her. In fact, in 2016, San Francisco voters rejected the measure to lower the voting age. Ellie campaigned for it again in 2020, and it was rejected again. I actually talked to a few adults who did vote against it. Their main concern was that kids do not have to pay property taxes. And so, you know, we're not as invested or wouldn't really be educated enough to vote on topics concerning property taxes, particularly. But then not everyone owns a home in San Francisco. There are plenty of people that don't, and we still grant them the right to vote. On another level, Ellie says adults are afraid of a fundamental shift, that the status quo would be disrupted if kids could vote. She voted in her first national election in 2020. Young Americans are energized and highly engaged in this election. More than one million voters aged 18 to 21 have cast their ballots early. People often assume young voters are apathetic, but according to an analysis from the website 538, the core of the issue is feeling disenfranchised from politics. Young people are much more likely to report barriers to voting than older people. Like people on social media, they'll like post pictures of them and their ballot, them and their I voted sticker. So it's almost like you feel a little pressure to vote. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> According to research from Tufts University, the 2020 election featured one of the highest rates of youth voting since the voting age was lowered to 18 in 1971. We are certifying the 26th Amendment to the Constitution of the United States. That amendment, as you know, provides for the right to vote of all of our young people between 18 and 21. 11 million new voters as a result of this amendment. That was during the Vietnam War, when young people were old enough to fight, but not old enough to vote. Now, decades later, the efforts to lower the voting age are local. Youth in San Francisco pushed to lower it before, and there are no signs they won't try again. For Philosophy Talk, I'm Holly J. McDeed. You can listen to the rest of this episode by purchasing it on iTunes Music. Or for unlimited listening, subscribe to our archive at philosophytalk.org.